Content Cube, episode 20. Uh, I'm Brian Woods. I'm Jake Mosier. I'm Zach Holstein. And, and it's Alien Week, baby. We, we only watched one of them. We watched Alien, uh, singular, uh, but we'll get to that in a bit. How's everyone's life going? Uh, my life's fine. Last week was, I don't know if exciting is the word, but I had a semester or half semester long project I've been doing for a class where we take a brand and do print ad, out of home ad, etc. And we finally finished that up. We recorded our final pitch presentation. So it's nice to have that off our back. Um, our professor was quite happy with it too. So that was good to be done. I presented a uh, presentation on Netflix for another class that I've been working on for a while. I talked, uh, gave the presentation, took an hour in total. Um, not my presentation alone, but my professor is from my hometown so he wanted to just chat for a long time. He told me about his high school reunion, his middle Dude. school reunion, and he's a nice guy. I like him. So luckily I wasn't too upset, but it was just, it was funny. I could tell he, he has been bored, um, Dude, but my week was good. Do you guys have a middle school reunion? I hope not. Uh, I don't think I will, but he, he is. And he sounds like, uh, <laughs> he said like over 50% of his class is signed up and ready to go. So... <laughs> never knew i've never even heard of that before but uh you know i'm on repeat i'm still playing persona 5 royal getting freaked out when i see people in public in that game uh the quarant- you got a quarantine um i bought modern warfare uh i saw I, I <laughs> the did. new one or the remastered the new one original one uh for for lord forgive me it's time to go back to the old me uh, has it finished downloading? Because it is, uh, I want to say, 120 gigabytes. Uh, just a, a big one. Uh, but I've mostly been playing Persona 5 Royal and uh, then Persona Q2 on my 3DS. That's been whatever. <laughs> Thing, things, things ain't happening anymore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> things Zach, are canceled. How's your, how's your week been, Zach? Uh, man, uh, monotonous. <laughs> It's hard. Uh, the days are really blending together. Yeah. You put a gun in my head and said, what did you do two days ago? I, In a way, I'd be so scared because I don't remember. But at the same time, every day I do the same thing. So I probably would still get it right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, I don't know. I'm not saying like, I mean, obviously quarantine is very necessary. I'm not complaining about it. But like, it, it I like not having an excuse like not needing an excuse to go out uh mm. or like like if i don't go out i like having an excuse i mean yeah i'm not by that i get, I get uh, it. but it would be nice to have an option if i really wanted to go hang out with some friends which <laughs> i mean it would be kind of nice but yeah. you know we're all making Agreed. do yeah uh people back in my uh home area in huntington beach Mm-hmm. Uh, they are they are saying that quarantine equals communism, and you know, just I love it. I, I love <laughs> to see it. I'm glad. I'm glad we have our own like group now. You know what I mean? We always had those people in the past where it's like we always had deniers of something, and I feel like I haven't had yeah. that in my generation. But now we get the dumb protest this time, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, we watched Alien because democracy is cucked. And your name lost last week. You know, I'd I'm never seen this before. Neither had I. Yeah? What'd you I think, I'd seen it. Uh, 
It was nice to have the people rally behind me. I have to say for the poll, I, I said, I can't, I can't do it two weeks in a row. Come help me out. And they, they helped me out. We got the win. Democracy is real. Campaigning is real. It works. Not Proof. soy. Uh, but um, I, I, you like the movie? I, I, I do like the movie. Um, I don't want to use the word overhyped because then I'm going to have people attack me. Um, Sounds like you just a, did though. <laughs> I, I think it is a, it is a very very good movie. It is probably one of the of the older movies I've watched. It probably holds up the best technically. It still looks incredible. Um, I'm I mean using as much practical effects as they did definitely helps. Um, here, I, I wrote down a bunch of notes. If that's like my top level take, um, I think it looks very good. I think um, the beginning is a little slow. Um, yes, it works for the build, but you could at least have your characters have some sort of interesting relationship with each other that pulls me in. But everything, like, after the first half hour, I was riveted. Um, the Even the sequences I already knew still got me, still, I don't know if made me jump, but made me squirm. The facehugger scene is great. Um, the first reveal of the alien is great. Overall, I really liked it. What about you, Brian, and you, alien, I don't know about connoisseur, but lo- lover, Zach? I was uh, I was riveted from the get go. I think I don't know. I just liked all the characters immediately. Um, I do think it looked very good. I think it was really, you know, just a it was a good movie. I, I can't really say much more than that. You know, I, I look at the alien and I said, "Scary," and, and I saw the guy get face fucked by the crab and I said, "Uncomfortable." You know, not not into it. And you know, the only part I had ever seen was the part where it come out his chest. That was the only part of Alien I've ever seen. Uh, so, so I was really shocked when she, uh, forsaked her homies for the cat. Um, <laughs> and you know, Jones lived. I was stoked about that. He, he, she, she put Jones in the pod and I don't remember seeing like another pod in the ship, but that's not really a plot hole. I was just kind of thinking about that. It's not really a big deal. Um, but I liked it a lot. I thought it, I kind of like, I kind of like squirmed, not cause like it was uncomfortable or bad, but just cause I'm like. It's kind of weird where they just use the same shot of the station blowing up like three times mm. in a row, like unaltered, <laughs> <laughs> just to show that it's one of three times they just show it the same explosion. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. But yeah, I mean, I'm not holding against the movie at all. I think it was really good. Uh, I would say that audiences and critics are correct when they rate it exactly on the level as your name on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> same critic and audience score you know so i'd say it is exactly as good as that film i liked it a lot zach what was it like your uh what time this was it- okay so this is actually uh i like jake called me an alien connoisseur that's cute uh <laughs> the only one i'm like a connoisseur of is aliens i've seen aliens like countless times i've only seen alien once uh oh. and i was like 11 or 12 or something what and did eleven-year-old Zach think of the movie? Eleven-year-old Zach thought it was really fucking slow. Um, <laughs> but twenty-year-old Zach, thank God, grew, grew up and was able to have an attention span longer than two minutes. And uh, it, uh, I liked it a lot. Um, I guess I still, yeah, that would be the phrase. I liked it a lot since I didn't love it the first time. I knew I liked it, but I definitely thought Aliens was miles better. I'm excited. Like, that's an action that. movie. Uh, and I, I still do prefer aliens. I mean, I guess I should bring it up. I did. I set out a poll today on Twitter, like 
Which one do we prefer, Alien or Aliens? And Alien, actually, I was surprised, actually won by a sizable margin. Uh, and then kind of kind of like quoting Brian, Adam commented, my roommate Adam commented under, like, I hate democracy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just, <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of with Adam on this. I think Aliens is better. But Alien, you got also, at the same time, Aliens, while it does a lot of cool stuff on its own, it also stands on the shoulders of Alien a bit, obviously, taking how cool of a concept and the design, the creature designs are so cool. Uh, I agree with you guys. Like the, the 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 memorable scenes still like are really effective, especially with practical effects. I love like the chest bursting scene is so like crazy. I mean, it's it seems crazy now, but like it, uh, at the same time, I'm used to the concept because I grew up with that concept because of seeing these movies. Like I can't imagine like just seeing it yeah. for the first time and just be like, "What the thing laid eggs down this guy's mouth." And, like, the face hugger is honestly so gross and scary. Like, just the way they did it. Oh, yeah. Like the slimy nature of it, just like curling around the guy's neck. It's I don't so, like that guy. it's, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, the the face hugger combines two of the things I hate the most, which is I hate bugs. It has a big bug vibe. And then I hate slimy textures. And it also fits that. So, yeah, it, it, it horrified me. Yeah, yeah. that's rough. I love that. It's so satisfying. It's so iconic now. I know it's like the iconic thing about the Alien franchise, just like when they find the eggs and then the eggs just kind of like, like open, <laughs> like slowly kind of yeah. open. It's gross, but it's kind of satisfying. I don't know. I don't know. Does that sound weird? But like, I was like, that's kind of <laughs> cool. I mean, uh, Inter- I don't know. Interesting life cycle they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're going to find out a little bit more about the life cycle in the second one. Oh, I know. I remember I looked up Xenomorph after and it said, uh, no, I remember I looked up like some kind of morph and it was like, oh man. And it was like Xenomorph subspecies. I'm like, damn, the wiki's got the lore. They're going in on it. (laughs) They got the whole fucking etymology. Yeah. Awesome. I assume the life cycle is that the Xenomorph lays the eggs, which hatch the face hugger. Yeah. Which kind of, which is impregnated. Well, I mean, I know there's, so you know nothing about the second one, Jake. No, I literally know nothing. Well, I wanna, oh, I don't want to get into it then because I, so cool. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. You're oh, right. I, I forgot a, cool a crucial reveal. step. It's, well, it's a cool. Well, reveal. Zach touched on that. Um, if you if you guys are done with top level thought, I wrote a bunch of points down, and one of them is about. I thought I knew a lot about this movie. Turns out I didn't. There were a lot of things that still surprised me. So is it okay if I go through my points and we can just talk about them? I got yeah, one yeah. thing. I got one go thing. Go for it. Uh, back in like elementary school, I'm gonna say fourth grade. Um, my friend was talking to me about he and some other guys watched Alien and they all, they're all, he, you know, you know how kids are. They're just like, oh, this funny thing happened. And the other kid's like, oh, cool. Um, cause you, you can't convey it properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're talking about yogurt or something and everyone cheered and like started joking about yogurt. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And now, now seeing it, the Android guy with his, with his yellow, uh, blood, <laughs> I'm like, just on the cusp of saying come, you know, like just on the cusp. <laughs> <laughs> me and the boys just on the cusp of calling that cum blood in middle school you know what i'm saying <laughs> just there so i'm close. like yogurt that's kind of I, I don't see what's so humorous about yogurt tyler uh, i don't i don't understand <laughs> the bit but if he hit me with that shit two years later i'd be like jizz <laughs> you know that, that would have that hit you know what i'm saying I'm I'm sure in about 20 years when you guys have your fourth grade reunion you guys can talk about it <laughs> oh absolutely um so the first thing I wrote down, the title card is really fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Um, the way it does the lines and then it, for, it slowly forms alien. Probably one of the coolest title cards I've ever seen. Um, yeah, big fan of that. This, the second thing, 
Every space movie is obsessed with how the spaceships move. Of course, there is the five minute sequence where it has to dock or do something. I feel like that's in every space movie. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. This one came out in 1979, so uh, that they probably were showing off back then. That's probably... We see that a lot now, but back then, I can't think of many other space movies before that. You have, like, Star Wars, and then I think 2001 A Space Odyssey probably came out before that. Uh, and those are, like, the two notable ones that are at least in color that I can think of. That's true. Um, the next point I made was... Again, this goes back to me not knowing what was actually in this movie. I don't know how I thought the alien got on the ship. Didn't know they landed on a planet. Same. Um, same. I didn't I know just, they landed. <clears throat> just thought it ended up somehow on the ship or it started on the ship. Um, especially, I didn't know they were there for as long as they were. I thought if anything, they were going to land. They were going to go into the other ship and then leave. But they were there for a half an hour. Um, then, relating to when they landed... Was their ship really wrecked by those small rocks on the ground? I was kind of wondering about that too. What broke the <laughs> ship? Like what broke the hull? I just don't. I mean, they it doesn't they really show matter, a shot of this like medium-sized rock and it lands on it. And then that's when everything starts to go wrong. It's like, you're kidding me. Your ship wasn't built to land if small rocks were on the ground. Yeah, it, that was a weird one. It didn't really matter to me, I guess. I'm just like, why? I um, just don't know what broke it. I wrote the two maintenance guys deserve equal pay. I think they yeah. deserve the bonuses <laughs> yeah, they, they begged for. Um, they went through a lot. Um, I already talked about how the movie holds up really well visually. I thought when the chest bursting scene, it was great that the whole ship is white. So when the blood is splattered all over the room, looked incredible. Um, I thought the build up to the monster was good. I know that's an issue for a lot of horror movies is you the buildup you either show them too much to the point where it's not scary or when you finally get to it it's not worth the reveal but they hide him for so long and even when they do reveal him um a piece of uh fun fact i read they only he's only on the screen for a total of four minutes of a two-hour movie so big fan of that um xenomorph has a long fucking head it was longer than i thought i i, I knew you know what i mean Oh, there's yeah, it's really long. It's... Oh, there's like a life-size version of one at uh, Brian. This will be a foreign word to you, but at Chesterfield <laughs> Mall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so at Chesterfield Mall, they have like this like comic like pop culture store where they sell like used comics and movies and shit. And then they actually, I don't know if it's for sale because it's been there for as long as I can remember. So either it's <laughs> decoration or no one's paying the thousand dollars because I know it's like a thousand dollars. Is that V stock? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it. Is. That's definitely what it's called. Uh, it has a life size xenomorph, and it is terrifying. It just looks down at you. It's like seven and a half feet. I might have to go visit that store once I'm allowed to leave. I didn't oh, know they cool. had that. There's one oh, of those a cool store. I remember. I don't know if this is my imagination or something, but back home, it's probably not there anymore because uh, it was at a mall. Uh, so I don't think anything's at malls anymore. Um, but th it was like a pop up thing where it was like a. Uh, an alien an alien vr experience oh yeah which you know vr works i'd say peak vr is when it's I've like heard a, about, i've heard about i've heard about an alien vr game and i'm pretty sure there's a big alien statue outside the thing and i'm like that's kind of i don't know why you'd have that because i'm just gonna go in <laughs> vr and see one you know because so I, I i don't know why they'd invest in the big statue but i kind of wanted to do that never did because I've never seen an alien, but now I have. And I, re I, I would like to retroactively go back 
before that would be a terrifying VR experience. Oh, I, I it seemed like it was like made for like your homies. So I bet you were just gonna like shoot aliens as they run at you. Okay, which is apparently a thing that becomes more doable later on in the series. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote this point, but or I don't less. know what it stands for. I wrote the chick directing Captain Dallas sucked. I don't know. Oh, you meant when they were when she was like, "Oh, it's it's close to you. Uh, it's coming. It should be right yeah. around you." She's like, "It should be there." And then he goes down a level, and then it's right there. Yeah, he. Okay, and then you. she's like, "No, it's on the other side." And then he I turns, wrote, and then it just like reaches in, out its hands for him, like it's going for a hug. I wrote an exact quote down. I should have just read one more line. She goes, "No, you're going." She says, "No, you're going the wrong way." Ten seconds after he's already moving that way. He goes 10 seconds down the ladder, and then she yells, you've gone the wrong way. I was like, huh. She was hysterical. She couldn't handle it. She couldn't <laughs> she take the heat. Not. How, how long do they go? How long do they sleep? Like, how long is the away and back trip? That's a good question. I do not know. Because I was thinking time. about it. I was thinking about it. And I, I don't know, but I'm like, if it's a long time, it, these ships must be a pain. To maintain, because if it's like ten years, you get there, and no one knows how this fucking machine works anymore because they progress past <laughs> it. But I don't know how long it is. It could be like a couple weeks. I have no idea. But you know what I mean? It's like yeah. Imagine yeah. If the ship is doing that. For I think it years. is a, a couple. Yeah, at the most, it's a, a year or two. I think in this one. Oh God, I wish you had seen Aliens. Uh, Alien. Maybe one day. Maybe <laughs> it gets one day crazy. we'll get there. I don't know. Do we want to? Can't do back to back anime, but can no. you do back to back alien? <laughs> no, I mean, listen. We have to watch your name. The, the <laughs> votes have spoken, Zach. It's all your fault. This rests on your shoulders. Akira would have been the sole winner. We have to watch your name. It's it's not my call anymore. Let's yeah. Let's we're gonna do it. You hear? I'm saying it. Anime not liker Jake Mosier stating it here next week. We're watching your name. No argument. I'm accepting it. Moving on. Um, <laughs> my next point, um, which Spineless. is what, which is yeah. No say Zach. Sorry, your name. It's happening. Um, he didn't retweet. Fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's your punishment. You get to pay for my your name rent. Thank you. Um. <laughs> um. The, when I was talking about things I didn't know about this movie, I knew obviously about the facehugger. I knew what the alien looked like. I knew about the chest bursting scene. But one part that was a happy surprise, um, spoilers, if you don't want to hear about this, skip like a minute forward. Didn't know that the, I mean, we already talked about it. Never mind. Don't skip it. That the dude was an android. Didn't know that. That was a complete twist for me. I didn't know that either. I knew androids existed in the alien universe because of alien isolation. Same. Video game. But I didn't know. I didn't know my homie, who I hate, was also an android, you know? No, no joke, five minutes before that scene, I was thinking, I was like, I played Alien Isolation, where do the androids come in? Like, was that a thing they just put in the game to add more enemies? And then sure enough, when he, when he, when they reveal it, I was like, oh, there we go. Um, well, that was an awesome twist. I think when he started attacking her, I said, oh, robot, you know? <laughs> uh, that's, that's not man strength. started know? spinning around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the design of that was awesome. Yeah, that was a dope. You know, really good movie, you know? Yeah. I liked it a lot. I'm glad I watched really, it. Really, yeah. It's a cool reveal, honestly, when she goes to the thing and it's just like, oh, yeah, primary concern, bringing back yeah. specimen, all other uh, concerns, secondary, crew expendable. Yeah. It's like, oh. It's an awesome reveal. These corporate bastards with their <laughs> alien. It's, all, it's always the corporate bastards. 
Um, and then I have two points left. Um, one I wrote, why the fuck is she looking for the cat? She'd like Jonesy, man. Jonesy's her <laughs> homie. And I'm not... She- Jonesy is a franchise staple. You're going to realize oh, shit. <laughs> Jonesy's the man. <laughs> Jonesy's, uh, Jonesy's my man. Zach, is it going to hurt you? Because I, I I don't know how invested you are in this franchise to know that before I watched this movie, I had seen Prometheus and Alien Covenant. <laughs> it's not going to hurt me. I mean, it's, they're prequels. I mean, I like those. Yeah, they're fun. I like them. <laughs> I mean, they're better than Alien 3 and Alien 4. There's an By alien sizable margin. I saw it once, yeah. I don't even remember much about it, but even I remember 10-year-old Zach was like, this is stupid. Zach, did you know that... <laughs> when I, 10-year-old Zach went through all of them, and he remember I came out of Aliens thinking best movie ever. Alien and Alien 3 were fun, but Alien Resurrection... Or Alien and Alien 3 were solid, but kind of boring. But I remember even then thinking Alien Resurrection was just like the like just dog shit. Which is the fourth one. Alien Resurrection is the fourth Zach, one. Zach, did you know that the... Uh, I read this today that um, the unused screenplay, like the original one for uh, Alien 3 was just adapted into a comic book. I did not know I, that. I, is it cool? I, What's that apparently one Apparently it's good. I mean, it's just the original screenplay that they didn't use because of like I mean, business stuff. On paper, the Alien 3 story is really cool. I'm not going to say what it is because it would kind of ruin Aliens. Uh, but it's... It's a cool concept. It just seems like it was executed a little poorly. The director, it's David Fincher directed it. It was his first movie and he doesn't like it because the like it's classic case of him being like studio took too much control from it and it didn't turn out the way he wanted it because they cut so much and they told him to put stuff in that he didn't want like stuff like that. Uh, but I didn't, I don't think it's like, from what I remember, I definitely need to rewatch it because again, I was 10. I don't remember thinking it was bad. No, but I think I, but, the, the screenplay I'm, Talking about it was written by someone else. I think it was written by like the original guy or something. I don't know. But I always thought that the original guy is oh, okay. Uh, like the original alien writer? I believe so. I, I was because James Cameron wrote Aliens. I'm pretty confident. I, I, I don't I don't remember the details exactly, but I always thought that was interesting how there's a comic called Alien Three, the unpublished screenplay. That's a weird one. I think that's so interesting though that that's they cool. let that happen as like a money <laughs> thing. Uh, are we done with Alien Singular? Or we have? Uh, 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 that- I gotta, I gotta ask Jake. I'm kind of curious. Uh, did you like? Do you like Prometheus and Alien Covenant? Yeah, yeah. I think obviously, they're, inter- this, they're definitely interesting. Yeah, obviously, this is much better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think they're interesting movies. I think I could definitely see as someone who, if you watch this movie in 1979 and was like, oh, the, like the story of these things must be crazy. And even after, I mean, I haven't watched Aliens or Aliens three or four. But even after all of that, I'm sure people were like, "I, these creatures are terrifying. I wonder where they came from, why this ship has crashed, etc. So I think Prometheus and Covenant are cool movies. Obviously, they probably could have been done a bit better plot-wise, but um, I do like them. I, I think uh, it seemed like at the end of Covenant that there could be one more, at least one more movie. That would help bridge the gap There's, a bit because where you end up isn't exactly on a direct trajectory. You could see how you could get to Alien from Covenant, but it's still definitely if you're going to do the, this like prequels, it still feels like you're missing an essential piece between Covenant and Alien. Yeah. There's one more. So plans. it would be cool if they could do one more. Yeah. One I would more. love it if Ridley Scott was able to do one more. Covenant, I know Covenant didn't have like awesome box it, office yeah, kind of like returns, shit, but I, I enjoy it. I like it. I would want another one, yeah. especially if Ridley Scott's doing it. 
Are you guys ready for some alien trivia? Hell yes, I am. Okay. Let's do it. Zach won last time four to one, so oh, hopefully, Brian, Thanks you can come back on this one. Okay, let's we'll get find it. Let's out. get it. Okay. In the alien ship, the blue laser lights were borrowed from a band's concert tour. Which band did they borrow it from? Fall Out Boy. A. Oh, shit. The- <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> A, The Who. B, Pink Floyd. C, The Doors. And D, Led Zeppelin. Oh, oh, I gotta guess. I gotta guess. Okay, Who, The Who. Pink Floyd. Okay, so Brian says The Who and Zach says Pink Floyd. Please, please, please. please that please, is please, one please. point for Brian. The Who. They barred it from the big who. dubs. That's what well, I'm fucking I knew, talking about. I knew boys. it wasn't the Doors or uh, Led Zeppelin, or I knew it definitely wasn't the Doors. I think Jim Morrison was dead by then. So, but yeah, it was just a <laughs> okay. guess at that point. Big dubs. Big dubs. Number two, what actor turned down the role of Captain Dallas? A. Anthony Hopkins. B. Christopher Walken. C. Harrison Ford. D. Kevin Costner. Me? Zach, you can go first this time. What was the first option? Anthony Hopkins, Christopher Walken, Harrison Ford, Kevin Costner. Anthony Hopkins. Kevin Costner. Uh, Unfortunately, both of you are wrong. It was Harrison Ford. Wow, that would have been dope. That would have been so fucking cool. Yeah, um, I don't know how I'd feel about him in that role. It would be kind of different for him, but still I kind of like my weird scruffy guy. My weird guy and he's a haircut. Hey, who are you calling scruffy looking? He say he even gets called scruffy in Empire. Do you even know that? <laughs> Talk um, about Harrison Ford, not scruffy. <laughs> Get out of here. Question number three. The current score, Brian is winning by one. Um, who else was up for the role of Ripley? A, Meryl Streep. B, Michelle Pfeiffer. C, Jennifer Jason Lee, And D, Kathleen Turner. Jennifer Jason Lee is my vote. That was also going to be my vote. But you know what? For the sake of being different, no, I'll go Michelle. No, Zach, Zach, Zach. Feel free. Feel free to take my correct answer. Yeah. Y- you want the right answer, don't you, Zach? All right. No, Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. Both of you are Fuck. wrong. Um, it was Meryl Streep. Ew. So, yeah, it's so um, hard to tell me... what people look like when they're younger. You know what I mean? We're, we're talking yeah, 89. You're not wrong. Or, no, it's like 79. Um, it's yeah. So Ridley Scott stated that in the casting of Ripley, it ultimately came down to Sigourney Weaver and Meryl Streep. The two actresses were college mates at Yale. Um, ultimately, Weaver got the job because Streep was mourning the death of her partner, John Cazell. Oh, so. he's in Godfather. And Godfather 2. Rust and Power. Okay, so still winning. Still, still Brian by king. one. Still the king. Shut. In the original design, uh, the face hugger was not going to be skin colored like it was in the movie. So, what color was it originally going to be? A. Green. B. Pink. C. A dark blue. And D. Yellow. Zach, you go first. What was the first one? What? Green was the first one. If that's what you said. Uh, I'll go. I'll go green. I'll go yellow. Zach is correct. It was. I knew green. it was green. I just didn't want to. I knew it was green. <laughs> I, 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 I knew it was green. It's a classic alien color. 
It's like class. Yeah. Everyone knows aliens are green know. in real yeah, life. I know. Like, what the fuck is yellow? It's not going to be dark blue. <laughs> Navy? Get the fuck out of here. I, <laughs> my... I was trying to come up with other with other colors that would be believable, but green green is evidently the best one. Um, the here, here it is. The facehugger was planned to be painted green, but the screenwriter said, seeing the facehugger unpainted on set, he's like, I want it to be as is. I like it too much. Um, so it's tied 1-1. The final question. Please, God. Please what God, was please the original God. draft title for Alien? A, Xenostar. B, Expanse. C, Galaxy Demon. C, D, Star Beast. B, Brian's- Expanse. Xenostar? Okay. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> you guys are both wrong. It was Star Beast. Oh, that would have been terrible. See, mine was a better name. <laughs> Fuck you, Zach. That would have been too close to Star Wars. That would have been so uh, lame. He Cashing says um, the, writer, the writer was never happy with it. Um, it was only after rereading his script he noted how many times the word alien appeared and realized that it was the perfect title. It works as a noun and an adjective, and it had never been used before. Huh. So you guys tied one to one. Fuck me. Um, before we, we we go to uh, some questions people wrote in about Alien, I want to read some fun facts I thought were interesting. Um, shredded condoms were used to create tendons of the alien. That's good. I like that. How do you it's shred a condom? It's a great question. <laughs> How do you do that? I'd be happy to break it down for you, buddy. <laughs> um, to get Jones the cat to react fearfully to the descending alien, a German shepherd was placed in front of him with a screen <laughs> between the two so the cat wouldn't see it at first. The screen was then suddenly removed to make Jones stop moving and start hissing. Owned. That's, that's great. That's um, absolutely great. <laughs> the dead facehugger that they used was, u- was made using fresh shellfish, four oysters, and a sheep kidney. I can see it. Um... Like when they're naturally when they're like looking at it when they're like poking at it and shit. Oh, I I thought you guys would appreciate this. During early development, Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Chusett, uh, the people who came up with the story, ran into a writing impasse while trying to work out how the alien would get aboard the ship. Uh, Chusett came up with the idea that the alien fucks one of them, which was eventually developed into the facehugger concept. Weird. I mean, that's that's such an awesome idea, <laughs> the facehugger thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but honestly, if I saw a movie where an, like an alien like <laughs> brutally, I mean, was it? it would it, you'd assume it wouldn't be consensual? No, I don't. Sex with this? No, I don't think my boy would. Uh, <laughs> that would make it even scarier. I think almost. I don't. I don't think my boy face huggers into consensual asking. Meetings. Yeah, but it's, he he got yeah. me tooed. That's very yeah. me, me too. The face hugger, um. <laughs> Apparently, in the original cut, it was a lot bloodier and had a possible possibility of getting an X rating because the violence and gore was that bad. So they had to cut a lot of that down. Um, it was originally three hours and twelve minutes, which what if eleven f- year old thought Zach thought it was slow, I can't imagine what the three hour version looked like. I, I'm surprised they never put um, utilize the acid to hurt anyone. I'm sure they uh, maintain that throughout the entire franchise. And no one ever gets hurt by the acid. <laughs> Zach, Zach, how would you? <laughs> uh, someone gets a bit hurt by the acid. Okay. 
Yeah. So definitely. That's a big factor, actually. <laughs> it's just too good. I mean, it's too good. It's an awesome concept. And James Cameron said, you weren't using it right. And I'm going <laughs> to apply it uh, effectively in my sequel. <laughs> uh, I got two fun facts left. Um, after seeing these uh, storyboard, 20th Century Fox liked it so much, they doubled the budget from $4 million to $8 million. Um, and then the last fun fact, a sex scene between Dallas and Ripley was originally scripted to show how casually the crew would solve long periods of abstinence. Um, and then Tom Skerritt uh, said, I don't think this scene is necessary and interrupted the flow of the movie. And Ridley Scott was like, uh, that's fine. But then he brought it back for Prometheus because he liked it so much. <laughs> he loves <laughs> sex. <laughs> Just so, sitting Charlie, it, it was for, Charlie's there and an Idris Elba in Prometheus. That's why. That's why he's <laughs> a lot of attractive. That's a lot of attractiveness in one room. That that is true. That is a power couple if I've ever seen one. All right, question time. Um, oh wait, no, sorry, you had one. I have, yeah, I yo no. That's the last fun fact. I have one question that was not written into the direct content cube account. It was replied to me, so I don't know if you wrote I it down. Um, Jacob Douglas asked, "Where does Alien rank in the filmography of Ridley Scott?" Oh God! I mean, see, it's, it's 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 one that I know it's such an awesome question, but like, off the top of my head, I don't. I, there's so many awesome Ridley Scott movies I haven't seen. Like, I know he directed like, uh, Thelma and Louise. Haven't seen it. Um, I haven't seen like American Gangster. Um, I'm trying to think of the ones I have seen. Like, I know I've seen the other two Alien movies he directed, and Gladiator. Uh, that's the other big one, and Blade yeah, Runner. There's a lot I haven't seen. I would say this is probably my number two of the ones I've seen. I like uh, The Martian a lot. I think that is a very good movie. I probably like that more than this, though it is very close. Um, Gladiator, Thelma and Louise. I've seen Blade Runner. Um, I like that movie. Don't think it's as good as Alien. Seen Alien, Covenant, Prometheus. Not as good. Um, I thought it's also to mention... Um, uh, Lucas Fryer commented on that and said, keep in mind that the only correct answer is first or second. So, <laughs> I mean, of the ones I've seen, it's second. I like Gladiator more. And that for me, it goes Gladiator, Alien, Martian. And then the other. I mean, he also made, I'm going through this. He also made Black Hawk Down. Uh, his, his I mean, that's pretty great. cool. Uh, I haven't seen that, but I heard it's pretty awesome. It shocked um, me that he also made Exodus Gods and Kings, which is apparently really bad. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Maybe it was a passion project. Uh <laughs> You know, uh, God, and also Blade Runner is cool. Uh, <laughs> I, my favorite part about Blade Runner is it allowed Blade Runner 2049. But, uh, Hot uh, take. yeah, <laughs> I was definitely a fan. I was definitely a fan of Blade Runner, though. I mean, it's one of those things like the AI concept. It had been around then, but we're like so saturated with it now that like going back to rewatch to watch Blade Runner for the first time after I've already seen Ex Machina. It's like cool. You know, it's cool. I like it. But I'm sure at the time it was like, whoa, this is so dope. You know, Blade Runner is one of the first movies I watched that I was like, OK, I understand why this is a cult classic because that movie is also pretty slow. Um, it visually, again, is it holds up. It's stunning, but it's not the most exciting movie by any means. It's got some themes. I, I, I like the themes. I love themes. Uh, in my film. That's what I'm looking for when I that's what I'm looking for. I do. When I watch uh, movies. I, 
I love the bad guy. The bad guy's cool because he's not really like a bad guy. He's literally his whole motivation is I just don't want to die in five days. That's like his he's like Zach, expiring, right? And he's just when, like I need to figure out how to that, not expire. When you said he's not really a bad guy, all I could think of was despicable me when he goes, I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> Gru- that's you what, know, that's- <laughs> you know Gru or whatever his name was was based off of that blonde guy from Blade Runner. Thematically. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love them themes. Themes are just passed it. around. You can go into questions, okay. Brian. Uh, I have some pulled up. So we got a lot. We got we got six, I want to say. All right, uh, we'll yeah. go in, I guess, whatever order I feel like. Uh, Sam Hohenstein, uh, at Sam Ho, STL. Um, friend of <laughs> the show. Uh, how do you think Better Call Saul measures with Breaking Bad? Oh, also, why male models? Who's he I don't know right the now? second question. And I, I okay, uh, I can't I really decipher question. what that means, but I know what the first question means, but I don't watch <laughs> Better Call Saul, so again, I am lost. Uh, any of you guys watch Better Call Saul? Jake, do you watch Better Call Saul? I do, so I can answer it. How does if, it go ahead, Zach, Jake. do you watch it? No, it's he's been bugging me about it. He's probably using this to bait me in the then trying starting it instead of Clone Wars or Ozark. I will uh, talk about it with no spoilers then. Um, it does measure up. Um, I it's on its it's tonight actually. Um, we're recording on Monday. It's season season five finale is tonight, and so it only has one more season after this. And I'll have to wait till it ends to fully judge it. But I would say right now it's on par with Breaking Bad. Um, Vince Gilligan, I I know people already adore him and think he's very talented, but he deserves more credit than he gets. He was able to write this prequel to a show that's already incredible and one, have it be fulfilling and also be just as good. I mean, you look at things like Star Wars, you look at things like, um, what was the other thing that just failed? (laughs) Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Like, that I mean, those those things couldn't. Uh, Star Wars is a three episode movie, and they couldn't write the whole thing. This man managed to write a whole show, and within the boundaries of the universe he already created, wrote a whole six season prequel show where every single thing is accounted for, every single thing makes sense, every single character action is justified, and it's still incredible and intense and just as interesting. And they couldn't do it for three movies in a normal order. Um, I, the show is fantastic. The performances are just as good. It's just as exciting. Um, it also manages to switch. I, genre isn't the word, but switch what it's mainly following with ease. Like you look back at previous seasons, it's a completely different show than it started out as. So yes, I think it is just as good as Breaking Bad. And if it ends, if it ends at the same high note that Breaking Bad did, I'll honestly probably say it's better. I mean, why male models is from the film (laughs) Zoolander. I have not. So have you seen it? No. Well, just pretty much for the bit. I mean, he's Zoolander discovers that corporations use male models as assassins, like brainwashed assassins. And he goes, why male models? And the guy from X-Files explains why they use male models, because they're dumb and they're physically chiseled to be able to pull off these stunts. And he goes on a whole 30 second monologue about why do you, why they use male models. And then Ben Siller just like looks at him and just goes and then just but why male models? And you just ask the same question again. It's Maybe just, I. Ha- it's like, are you serious? I just, I just, I've been I telling think you for I the did past see minute. Zoolander. That's weird. First one's really funny. The second one's they, just embarrassing. That, that's usually how it goes um, with old comedies. Um, so yeah. next question. Thank you for. I, yeah. Oh, still got it. Uh, let's go with a. Um, 
go with an easy one. Uh, this is from this isn't an easy one because I have to give lore uh, for Zach and maybe Jake. Uh, this is from <laughs> Papa Roach Animorph, uh, Mad Tanuki with two eyes at the end. Um, if mm. if you could pull an Atari and bury one movie of your choice, what would it be? Uh, just oh, I know I got, the lore. I, got, I know I, the lore. Well, I, I got my answer, even though I don't yeah, know the lore. The lore is that Atari made an ET video game. Uh, a long time ago, and it was truly a horrific game, and they uh, buried them in a giant <laughs> mass grave uh, of these video games in New Mexico <laughs> or Mexico, um, and that was that, that's always a weird one when, when you when you say it's like oh this is actually real, and there's just a bunch of copies of ET buried in the desert. Uh, what movie would y'all bury in an act of shame? Wait, so do I get to pretend it never know. exists? I, no, no, because it did exist. See, I'm not do sure I, is, what, the, what and, the repercussions are here. Oh, uh, then I don't know. I mean... I would assume... if I, This is how I thought about it, because I watched a documentary on this thing. It was like three or four years ago. So basically, imagine everyone knows that this thing exists, and you kind of know that its quality isn't great. So imagine, let's say we go... I'm Obviously, I don't want to bury Alien, but I'm going to use it as an example. 1979, right before Alien is released, you've seen it, and then you take it and bury it. Everyone knows that it exists and that it's bad, but no one knows what it really is or the content of it. Oh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Not even a question. Don't have to that's, think about it for... for I, I, I mean, I need negative five seconds to come up with that answer. I mean, it's just ingrained a, into my instinct. That's an incredible answer. I mean, it's just, it came so to me ashamed. so fast. It's just, it's right always on the tip of my tongue. So ashamed of Rise of Skywalker. I think I'd bury, um, you know, might bury Man of Steel. I mean, it, it not in the same context, but if I could just get a mass grave of the most <laughs> uninteresting movie I could think of, have to be Man of Steel. Again, I don't watch enough movies to actually know what the most interesting thing is, but off the top of my dome, Man of Steel, I think that's it. Jake? I mean, I, I, I can just tell you right off the bat that Man of Steel is more interesting than Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. We'll get there. I can we'll just get tell there. you that right off the bat. I think, here's the thing. I think uh, my, I'm going to give my answer in a second, but I think both of your answers are interesting because, Zach, it would be nice to live in a world where I know the ending's out there and I can just imagine it's good. And then for you, Brian, I like to imagine a world where the DCEU never yeah. started and it literally got shoved yeah. beneath the ground before it started, which I think would be... Uh, what? <laughs> only, only actually bad one is Justice League, in my opinion. Sounds Justice like this League guy hasn't bad. seen Man of Steel. Um, um, I, 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 I would bury Cats. Um, I like. I think that movie is fun to watch as a group, but I think it would yeah. be inherently interesting after people had seen the trailer to have the movie never seen with yeah, all I need the, the things about cut, the butthole frankly. cut and. It, imagine if no one ever saw the movie and so you only had that trailer for the rest of your life. I think that would this be This one great. in from uh, Francisco Melendez uh, at Absol Fran Franco. Never, never really read the at on Francisco. Uh, a lot of movies are are going to be going to, st to streaming directly like Artemis Fowl and Lovebirds because of COVID-19. If you could make sure one 2020 movie gets a full theater run, which would you pick? See... I'm just going to start off here and say if you want a movie to launch in theaters instead of streaming your cucks and uh, I don't I don't want to I don't want to pay $19 <laughs> to leave my house and see a movie. If I had it my way, theaters would all be fucking blown up. 
and it would only be streaming. So that's my <laughs> fucking answer. I don't want any movie to be in theaters ever again. What a just astronomically. <laughs> what do theaters take? add for me? What do theaters add? <laughs> uh, I mean, I know I don't. I hate to bring this up, but I'm only bringing it up just I for mean, the theater game. experience. Sure. But I mean, you're not gonna get the end game thing. I mean, that's obviously the tip of the mountain with theater experience. But like, I mean, I think seeing a movie on a huge screen and like. It's a cool, I You're think right. it's cool. I'm just trolling. Because a lot of times people end up just getting distracted at home. And yeah, food and st- stuff is overpriced. But I love Icy's. I love being done with my Icy <laughs> before the trailers are even over. Uh, I I love trailers. I'm not with Jake and thinking that trailers should be cut down. I, if I had my way, there'd be You're an hour to watch trailers. ads. Uh, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I, well, ads and then a movie. You're I mean, paid to watch ads. I think trailers are dope. Uh, so Zach, I'm all over Zach it. is an absolute whore for the Chevy TV. He loves that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not talking about the pre-trailer <laughs> ads. I don't want any more of those. Thank you for getting here early. We we took you inside the set of blah, 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 blah show you're not going to watch on network cable. We took you like on the, like behind the scenes of this new ad. Like, I don't want, I don't care about that. But like, I want to re-watch the trailers that I've already watched seven times at home on my phone. I want to watch them on the big screen. <laughs> With my dad, who Brian, hasn't seen them yet. What is that? It's an envelope. It's an envelope. <laughs> oh, and the M&M's thing? Still funny. Always funny. Do we look Do we look like idiots to you and he hits the lamp and it spins around and knocks him out? <laughs> comedic gold. Absolute so, comedic gold. Zach, what movie would you want to get a full theater run in 2020? What, which, one do you, which one needs it? I mean, I'm, I'm confident. I'm confident it will. Uh, because it comes out in December, so Dune, obviously. But if if I had to pick one that actually is at risk, and I I say at risk of being moved, there's no scenario where this would ever go to streaming. Uh, would be Tenet, I guess. Which I I don't know. Have they even moved that yet? I mean, it's definitely gonna get moved. It's probably it's still moved. in July, but it's gonna get moved. But I haven't moved it maybe, yet. Maybe maybe it goes. But yeah, I guess maybe Tenet it would be HBO my answer. Max. Honestly, I mean they're, they're making moves. So. Tenet. Tenet would be my pick as well. I'm excited for those. Dune and Tenet would be my top two. Um, but I love, I mean, I adore every single thing. Um, why am I blanking on his name? Christopher Nolan. I love everything Christopher Nolan does. Um, and that trailer is phenomenal. So I would I would want to see Tenet in theaters. I want to see that in the big screen. I want all the sounds Tenet's just blaring in well. my ears. Yeah, Christopher Nolan really does like to blare your ears, huh? Dunkirk, yeah. the first... 20 seconds of inception just the loudest thing you'll ever encounter in a movie i mean i've just every time so i've watched Inception, i can't remember watching an inception one time and not scrambling for the remote after the first 20 seconds in an effort <laughs> to turn it down <laughs> i mean it it gets fucking loud fast all right yeah from a uh, goob at dash hound facts what's y'all's favorite western oh i love this question Oh yeah, you want me to, Jake? If you need time to think, I can. I got some answers. Yeah, I need time to think. Mine's I don't know if I'm gonna watch. I, three, three <laughs> popped in my head immediately. I've seen, I've seen a, 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 I haven't seen the classic spaghetti westerns like Good, Bad, and the Ugly, or like you know, Fistful of Dollars, like the Clint Eastwood ones. My dad says they're not worth my time, but my roommate Jake says they are. I know what what I do know is I have a dope score. Uh, but either way, uh, like dope musical score, not just Rotten Tomato score, but uh. The, the three that jumped into my head right away, uh, one of them is definitely a Western, and then the other two are like 
pretty kind of like definitely Western feeling movies. Logan, Logan and uh, um, Hell or High Water. Logan, I say kind of because it's a superhero movie, but it feels like a Western. And Hell or High Water because it takes it's kind of it feels like a Western because it's a bank robbery movie, but it also takes place like today. Uh, so like those two are really fucking awesome. And two of my favorite movies of like the past few years. Uh, but like my main definitely pure Western would be uh, 310 to Yuma, which is another James Mangold movie. He also did Logan. Uh, but um, that's that movie's awesome. It's like Christian Bale and Russell Crowe. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it's emotional and awesome <laughs> and really I well. Think I, I think I found a Western I've seen. <laughs> um, my favorite wet we- my favorite western is uh rango starring johnny depp with the lizard that is a really great good movie, movie. <laughs> fuck man i love rango i remember i remember liking it when i was i guess what, that nine might win <laughs> by default <laughs> um i guess i mean maybe you guys like rango more than logan? i haven't seen logan sir okay mm. i've seen I'm going to name, I looked up Westerns on Google, and I'm going to name them and see if you would also consider them Westerns of ones I've seen. Django yes. would be a Western, Oh, fuck. Correct? Yeah, that, then the, we're kind of, it, okay. t- it takes place in the South, but it's pretty much Western. Django's Never mind, that's my favorite. Easy, easy call. <laughs> Django's my favorite. <laughs> Django's my favorite. We were talking about it today in our group chat. Different circumstances, <laughs> all, but definitely all, my favorite. <laughs> I'm going to create a website that reviews Westerns solely based on if it's better or it's worse better than, than Rango. Rango. Five. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> um is the revenant a western oh the yeah, internet they, would like to call it one i mean it takes place in the west you put I a bear guess. on a movie and everyone's like it's a western <laughs> fuck that I mean, it's <laughs> um i mean i guess the, it is so have either there, of you heard of or seen the movie no. old man and the gun oh that's with, robert um, robert redford yeah, would you consider that a Western? I, haven't, it, haven't I feel seen like it, in, but... in style and tone, it is a Western. It doesn't take place in the West, but that I would say if, if that is considered in tone a Western, I would say that. If not, then I would probably say Django. Google. Mm. Django, Django is dope. Google, is Cowboy Bebop a Western? <laughs> uh, it's its own thing. Apparently, according to mailmagazine.com, it's its own thing. So so I, I will not be saying Cowboy okay. Bebop is my favorite Western. Uh, I would say it's definitely Western influence from what I understand about Westerns. Um, that, those are the Westerns, Jake? Okay. Um, yeah. I think that's all of them except for the last one, uh, which which I say for last because it, it has a little something for everyone. You know, it's a real cl- crowd pleaser. The crowd being everyone <laughs> in this call. Um, so... Brian, this is from Sam Mosher at Jake. Maybe you could give me the lore. This is your brother uh, at Sam Scott Mosher, I... but the Scott is one T. Yo, Jake, what up with that? <laughs> um, so fun. Uh, your audience is gonna learn a little about my uh, my fucked up family names. Um, so my dad's name is Scott with one Damn. T. <laughs> um, my great his, his yeah my. He, you guys can decide which one's better. My grandparents, um, we're going to name him one of two things. Scott with one T, which they chose, or Bart. Which one I do mean, you like more? <laughs> I got to go with Scott, I guess. What's the deal with the four letters one T? Just wanted to be unique. Also unique, his middle name, Ashley. No family I mean, connection, no reason why. Just so I is guess it- that's fine. It's not a... It's not a... 
Scott one T, <laughs> and that is your brother. That is your yep, brother's so middle name. That's my Sam's. Yeah. It's okay. Just, see, because he's the firstborn. Yeah. What I'm doing with my kids is I'm going to name my second kid after me, so the first one gets a complex. Um. So Brian, <laughs> I'm a JRPG novice. Should I play Persona Five Royal or Final Fantasy Seven Remake or both? Um. To answer this, you know, and this isn't this isn't your fault, Sam. This is society. But just because a game is from Japan, which a lot are, and has RPG elements, which every game does. It's not, it's not a JRPG, and I'm tired of people calling the new final. It's an action game. And apparently it's a very good one at that. I have people, they say it's incredible. But I would say, Sam, if you're going to try and understand JRPGs, uh, you can't do better than Persona 5 Royal. Uh, it's one of the best games I've ever, I've ever played. I haven't finished Royal. I finished 5. That's one of the best ones i ever played. Royal's way better. It's better. Um, it's turn-based combat. It's four-party system. It's You can't do better as a starting point into the genre than Persona 5 Royal. Uh, you're doing yourself a huge, you'd be doing yourself a huge disservice by getting original Persona 5 at this point. Don't fucking do it. I'm begging you, man. Don't fucking do it. Um, but I would say, <laughs> if I had to pick between these, um, probably 5 Royal, because I played it, and I would say it's more of a JRPG than Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Final Fantasy 7, that's a JRPG through and through, but the remake is an action game. It doesn't mean it's worse, and I guess it's tech. I'm tired of people putting the genre. It's not Sam's fault. It's no one's fault, really. It's society for putting it on us. People calling Kingdom Hearts 3 a JRPG. It's not. It's fucking not. It's an action game. Brian, is this your origin story to becoming the, the Joker? I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> this is how I get Joker-fied. Uh, so that is my answer. Play Persona 5 Royal. I'll be saying that for the next two weeks, I think. I think I'm coming up on the end. Um, Jake, you say Doom Eternal is hard. Actually, I'll go to Zach. Hey, Zach, thoughts on the new Clone War season? I'm <laughs> Google. Some Have thoughts. you watched Clone Wars at all? Uh, I watched season one. I got a uh, stinky. I watched season one. It was stinky. Was the movie, <laughs> and that was so bad. Like that movie made Rise of Skywalker look good. Uh. But yeah, no, I've not watched anything beyond season one, which I've heard is the worst season. And I didn't think it was bad. I just, it was fine. Some episodes were really cool, but you also got to sit through some less engaging ones. But I heard it gets more consistent and cool as you go on. My brother, Ben, uh, recently binged all of it. Uh, and I mean, like he think he, his words are Ahsoka Tano becomes like a top character in the entire universe, like how cool she is. So, and then my friend, Corey, reiterated that uh so a lot of my friends like it i'll get to it gotta watch ozark and stuff as well so i mean there are other things and better call Saul, how does but i don't know i might get to it how, this is a weird question how does it how does it feel to see those characters show up like how does it what is it like to be watching it and being like that this is new obi-wan con obi-wan content you know what i mean that's yeah. cool and I, I can't i don't want to go on a rant but i was so much more excited to watch this show before rise of skywalker yeah, yeah. it literally just made me question my love yeah. for the whole series and i don't want to hold clone wars accountable for that but I, anyone at this point knows how i feel about rise of skywalker I pretty much said pretty much rise of skywalker said everything that came before didn't yeah, really I mean, mean anything because you know anakin the anakin skywalker story doesn't mean anything because he wasn't the chosen one so why am i bothering to watch this guy that much then 
Like, I mean, I mean, I put up with a lot of stupid shit because he's the chosen one. Now apparently, he's not. So why it, it, it makes me question a lot. I'll watch it, and I, I know I'm being irrational. It's not irrational. Bit, so you're just tired of Star Wars right now. That's fine. It all happens. But yeah, still on my year long break. I, I still haven't cracked on that. It's been since Rise of Second Time. I saw Rise of Skywalker twice in theaters because I had already bought tickets to it twice beforehand because I thought I was going to see something magical. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I didn't. Um, so I mean, it. I haven't seen one since I guess before Christmas, and I'm holding out till this coming Christmas to watch another one before I watch a Star yeah, Wars. Movie I guess again. Asuka is in Rise of Skywalker, which makes her retroactively sh- worse. You know, she's one of the force force voices apparently. So that, that's definitely a, yeah. a, a negative. I mean, Brian, I, I'm sure I said this, but just this is the type of things that would tick you off. They have. Ewan McGregor, yeah. Obi-Wan, and then like a version of New Hope, Obi-Wan, they both, which is the old one talking to Rey they both at the show same up. time. They young both and show old, up. Young and old Obi-Wan are voices. What? Somehow. <laughs> Why? Brian, I know. I can't let you have time for your reactions. Why? You just don't have wait, time for no, it. No, just, no, no. I've been wait. pondering on it. I've been pondering on it for longer than you, They're Brian. You don't even actors, know. I can't even get right? into it. Yeah, same different actor, character. same character, same character. That's uh, that that feels like they just like broke canon because they wanted to do like a a victory lap. You know what I mean? They're just like, yeah, let's get every actor exactly. that's ever voiced a Jedi. I mean, let me confirm I'm right. I just Google list of voices and then Google filled in that Ray here is because they already knew. Like, they <laughs> they've been listening. Uh, that's yeah, so that's so no. fucked up. That's terrible. It's both the voices. This list is unclear. It's both yeah, the voices. Uh, believe so. Yep. Picture of both here on my That's some dumb shit. If you played the VR game, that would have made sense. Okay. Um, Jake, you say Doom Eternal is hard. How can a game perfect its difficulty? Also from Sam Mosher. Um, I the, the perfecting the difficulty is an interesting question. Before I get to Doom's specific difficulty, I'm going to touch on a game that made me very angry. With its difficulty, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, a game that I didn't think was difficult until I got to the end because its boss, it was an extreme jump from the rest of the game in terms of difficulty. And really the only effective way to beat it was to use um, the, the force, the force power, which you don't really need for the rest of the game. Which is, I think, a way to perfect the difficulty is like Dark Souls, Bloodborne, those games. They make you learn to utilize everything. They make you learn to do certain things so that when you progress through the game, you're using it for every boss. Uh, Star Wars does not make you use the Force for the game. I barely used it, and then I got to the end, and I was like, shoot, I need to use this all the time. Because the only way to do it was to Force push her and then use um, use this like very strong lightsaber attack. And I didn't upgrade... Um, to a upgrade that basically gives you more force every time you do some action. I forgot what it was, and I didn't use it because I didn't need to use the force. Got to the end, I couldn't beat the boss. I had to move it down to easy. Um, so I, I think a way to perfect difficulty is to make you use everything they give you, which is one thing Doom does uh, really well. Um, they They have a nice little loop they give you where... The only way to get more health is to get an enemy close to death, and then you have to kill them with a glory kill. The only way to get more shield is to light them on fire first, and the only way to get more ammo is to use your chainsaw. Um, I think the loop is really good. The issues I have with it 
is that the way to get health, which is the most important thing, it's really hard to get them right down to the point because the enemies you can do that for are the fodder, the easy enemies. And when you're surrounded by 25 enemies, it's really hard to, like when you're holding down your machine gun, to let up at the perfect point and then rush over to them and use it. Um, I, I think I'm also just not great it. Yeah, I was about to say that. Um, it sounds like you're a shitty gamer. <laughs> um, I I missed out on the. No, you're right, Zach. I, know, I missed out on like you. the. I'm, I'm really no, shitty no, at gaming, right. as you guys I, are gonna hear about I'll, it later. I'll own up to it. I missed out on the like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade years where everyone was playing Call of Duty and everyone got good at first person shooters. I didn't play a first person shooter until like freshman year of high school just because of the games I was choosing to play. Um, so I it, it's an awesome game. It's very fun. Um, I don't like when they show me a boss and they're like, hey, this is really hard. Fight one of them. And then you're like, okay, I beat it. And the mission. And they're like, actually, you now fight two of them with more enemies. It's like, oh, okay. God of War 3 had um, that habit. Yeah. Um, they're like, one Minotaur was hard. Haha. Here's a here's a couple two. more. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Brian, what would you say? I mean, you've probably played a more diverse range of video games than I have. How? What would you say is the way to make a difficult <sighs> game fun and not I mean, I think Doom, the Doom original 2016 does a pretty good job. I haven't played Eternal. Uh, it just, it, it, it keeps harder. you on your toes. You're always harder. like a, a, an inch away from death. Uh, that's definitely a way to do difficulty, but I don't think difficulty always needs to be hard, I guess. Like they're, uh, let's talk about Hitman, I guess. Uh, Hitman is initially mm-hmm. a hard game, but once you wrap your mind around it and know what's going on, you can play it in a completely different way. And it's, I don't need it to get harder. Does that make sense? Like I can basically trivialize a yeah. game uh, at a certain point and I don't need it to get harder. Uh, Dishonored, I can basically play that game with my eyes closed at this point. I just know how the logic of that game works enough where I know exactly what to do in all situations. And that almost makes it more fun for me. And it's not because I, I went over this huge hurdle. I don't really love hard games. I like I like them here and there, but for me, difficulty is about for me, anyways. It is a hurdle to. It, I don't want to get frustrated playing a game ever. If that makes sense, uh, not ever, but I don't want yeah. to be overly frustrated. I want it to feel like something that I could do, and that the game isn't actively working against me. Like Doom is really hard, but it doesn't feel like it's working against you. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that does. It, it it never feels, it rarely ever feels unfair. Um, Only a few times do I get like, I turn around and there's just a wall of enemies behind me and I physically can't move and I get stuck on a wall. But besides things like that, like the game, if you die, it's your fault. The game's not doing anything to screw you so up. So are we on to recommendations? Uh, actually, I uh, so. actually oh. uh, I'm going to hit you guys with a surprise, quick, quick Zach topic. Uh. So I'm, I know we're we're running out of time, so I'm not gonna. No, we're fine. Be long with it. Um, actually, okay, Coolio. Uh, uh, mm, don't scare me. Uh, can we take a quick break? Okay, cool. All right, uh, Zach. Uh, as you were saying, yeah, yeah. sorry, we're back, folks. Uh, Zach, Zach has Zach has some thoughts. Zach has some. I thoughts. have a surprise. Uh, I just I've put too much time into this shit to not talk about it. Uh, I've wasted so much time over the past two weeks uh, because I got a Shutter account or I got a friend's Shutter login, 
and I watched every Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th movie. I talked about the Nightmare on Elm Street a little bit last week, but then that part got cut. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, so I'm not going <laughs> to rehash it. I was almost I was almost done finishing the series then. Now I have finished it and also watched every Friday the 13th movie since. So just so you guys have a, a grasp of how many movies, I've, slasher movies I've watched over the past two weeks, uh, there are nine Nightmare on Elm Street movies, counting the remake. Um, and... Um, or there are eight of them, and then there are 11 Friday the 13th movies, counting the remake, and then there's Freddy vs. Jason, which combines both. Uh, so, <laughs> I've, I watched uh, 20 movies over the past two weeks. Man, dude, Ooh. that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, mo- a lot of them weren't good, uh, <laughs> as the genre is notable for. Uh, so, I guess quick thoughts on those. Nightmare on Elm Street overall... If you were wondering, better series. Uh, I think a lot of it benefits from it gets a lot more creative freedom because the guy can manipulate dreams. So you get a lot of cool, like practical dream set designs. Later in the series, they start trying to do like CGI effects and they're a lot more cringy and don't age as well. That's why the first one is really cool because they're practical effects and it's really cool. And also just Freddy Krueger is just such a really interesting concept in general. Whereas Jason, which is like who can be kind of scary because he's just big zombie guy with machete and a hockey mask, uh, isn't like... It's, it's hard to come up with new ideas with that. He just kind of hangs around a lake, and then eventually you run out of ideas at the lake, so you take him to space. Um, that one wasn't great either. Uh, that's called Jason X. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you guys uh, with a quick quick top five slasher movies of all time that I've, in, that I've seen. I've seen most, most of the notable ones. Yeah. All right. All right. Three, three really quick honorable mentions. Scream 4. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. Uh, it's a really cool, fun update on the Scream meta formula, except for like, you know, where the first one's like, here are the rules to survive a horror film. Scream 4 is like, here are the rules to survive a horror remake, even though it's like, or a reboot, because it's pretty much a reboot of it. Uh, and so it's really clever in that way. I love everything except the ending. So I think that one's a really cool one. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one, uh, like it's the oldest or it's really fucking old and it's limited budget, but it's really unsettling. It does a really good job of just like cannibals in Texas and it's terrifying. I don't know if you guys know who Leatherface is, but he's a cannibal guy. He's like really tall with a chainsaw and he wears like human skin as a mask that he like cut off. He's pretty scary. Uh, and then Halloween H2O, which like kind of does what a movie, a lot of movies these days do where it ignores movies that came before it and just kind of picks the first one or two. That's what I'm It says it's a sequel about. to that and the other ones didn't happen. But you know what? It's a good idea because Halloween's three through six, they ain't shit. And H2O uh, pretends they didn't, they, they weren't, they weren't even anything. That's awesome. They didn't exist. I love that shit. Yeah. Really cool movie. And it's got one of the best endings. I, I'm not even going to say of horror films. I'm going to say ever in any movie. That's my take on that one. Uh, so if you guys are curious, H2O ending is one of the coolest endings ever. If you guys just look that up. Uh, all right. Top five. Actual top five. Boom, boom, boom. Five. Scream 2. Awesome sequel. Really cool movie. You know, like, here are the rules survive a, a slasher sequel. You know, like, every like it's really cool meta stuff, and the characters are still great, and that's what sets Scream apart, usually from most horror films anyways, that you actually care about the characters in it. And it's just really smartly written, uh, except the third one. The third one sucks. But yeah, Scream 2. Really cool. Uh, four. Psycho, the original one. Uh, <clears throat> some people wouldn't call it slasher, but it pretty much is, because, like, he kills, like, I think he kills two people. So, you know, that's more than one. That's a slasher, baby. Uh, Writing this down. I'm taking really notes. Cool. Yeah, it's a cool one. Uh, really unsettling. And like for 1960, it's really cool. Uh, 
fun fact for you, that was the first movie ever to show a, a toilet flush. That weird. That's weird, what? right? That is that is weird. Psycho is the first movie ever to show a toilet flush. Not that that's related to why it's good. That's really weird. Didn't really didn't add much to it, in my opinion. <laughs> Scene wasn't even necessary. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but overall, really cool movie. Anthony Perkins is plays Norman Bates, and I'm sure you guys have heard that name. He's a really cool character. Yes. Kind of creepy. Uh, three Nightmare on Elm Street, the original one, not the 2010 one. 2010 one sucks. Uh. The uh, it's really cool, really creative. I know I kind of talked about it, and I have an absolute crush on the main girl, Nancy, uh, who's played by Heather Langenkamp. All right, two Halloween, the original Halloween. Uh, either of you guys seen that one? Never. Wowza! All no. right, yeah, really cool. 2011, homie. Really cool movie. <clears throat> really cool movie. Uh, I've seen the really, new one. <laughs> it, that's crazy that you saw that without watching the first one. Uh, it's a remake. I didn't need to. It's not a remake. <laughs> It's not a remake because <laughs> a sequel. And why is it? Why is uh, there a number after it? It was a dumbly <laughs> titled. I agree. Uh, I, I saw a tweet that said like it's not the it's not the best Halloween two, but it's not the worst Halloween two either. <laughs> so I mean that's, that's one way to look at it. That's because it's Halloween. It's not either. It's it's a it's a Halloween <laughs> sequel. <laughs> Ignores everything after Halloween, the first one. But yeah, first one's dope. Makes the new one look like booty hole. Uh, <laughs> First one's, or the new one's fine. First one's really cool and creative, though, and actually low-key scary, and it's really, like, beautifully shot. And my number one is Scream, the first Scream. Really, really smart. Uh, super fun movie. One of my favorite movies just in general, not just any, like, not just for horror. And honestly, I might put it down on one of the movie wrecks if you guys haven't seen it at some point, because I feel like there's a lot to unpack with it. It's really fun. Really smart characters that you care about, and it's just really quotable and really smart script. While, while we're on it was the meta. It, was, it made meta cool. <laughs> while we're on the topic of binge watching long series i'm not going to get into it but next week i will want to comment my sister has started watching the all all the mcu for the first time from start to finish um wow, she's wow, about wow. to finish all 22 movies in a week um she is gonna oh, make pro- my shit that makes my shit look pathetic <laughs> yeah um she's been watching like three movies a day um she's gonna watch endgame in about two days so next week uh be ready to hear i will read her list um she is a very unique perspective uh, ranking all these movies. I think it's pretty fun to look at. So did you watch Thor? Just too? look forward to that. She did. I did not, but she did. Why? Uh, I think I just didn't want to. <laughs> That's just bizarre. That you is that the only one you haven't seen? Yep. That's weird. A, and at that not, point, that would that would bug me if I'd seen twenty two of a twenty three movie series. Even if I heard it's the worst movie ever, that would be it's like, the reason, I feel like it would be like a pebble in my shoe. I just got to get it out. The reason I haven't watched it isn't because people say it's not great. Um, my dad and like, we always went to them together as a family. And I think I just had like, I don't know, some basketball game to go to or something with friends that I missed out. And then Such an it athlete. wasn't essential to the series. So I was just like, oh, I'll get to it. And I never got to it. And I don't know. I don't feel the need. Seems to like that. quarantine has given you no excuse not to get to it. It's on Disney Plus. Ah. It's free. And your sister was watching them. Yeah, you must okay. have been in the house. I, I was I mean, actually. Where were the, you? I was in the adjacent room. I could hear the noises of Thor too. What were you doing? I want to say I, was... I had a. I want to say I had a dream last night that Thor two was incredibly important in cinema <laughs> canon and the MCU. It's weird. It's weird, it right? That canon, I had that dream, like that it was like really not, important not and good. I think that's a sign that you need to watch the Dark World, Brian. No, I already saw it. It's not good. Um, ah, but you know, you know how it is. Um, it's better than the first Thor. Yeah, it is. Re- you know, Recommend- recommendation. Time? One concession. Sure. Uh, 
Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I guess I'll start. Um, I saw I watched Wolf Children with my uh, girlfriend Madison. That's uh, an it's an anime. It's uh, apparently it's one of her favorite uh, animated films. Um, you know, I won't speak on the subject matter much. It's a very sad movie, but uh, the score really blew me away. It was like it was like overly aggressive, not in the way where it's like, oh, the this this score is like it's assaulting me with aggression. It's like the score was like trying to bait you so hard into feeling something, but then it goes so hard it works. Does that make sense? Well, like the score kind is like of. so loud and like just hitting you constantly that like it it works. Like normally at first I was watching I'm like this is a little much. Like it feels like they're trying too hard, but as it goes on I'm like they're not trying hard, they're just trying. And it worked really well. The score in that movie is really really good. I don't listen to a lot of movie scores, but I checked out a lot of those uh those tracks after. Uh so Wolf <laughs> Children, I love movie scores. Yeah. Wolf Children is uh really good. Uh give that a watch uh wherever you can watch it. I don't remember. Zach, do you want me to go? Um, I mean, I got. I mean, I can say some. I guess it kind of goes into what I was saying earlier. Uh, if you can watch a Nightmare on Elm Street or a Friday the Thirteenth movie, odds are you got a fifty-fifty chance of watching a good one. <laughs> uh, generally, the general, the earlier in the series, the better it's probably going to be. There are a, a couple outliers that break that rule, but yeah. Really quick, really quick thing. I actually forgot to say about it. I think Brian, you're gonna, you're gonna like this. Take a guess. I want you guys to take a guess. Which movie in the eleven movie Friday the Thirteenth series is called the final chapter? This one. This one's gonna. How many are there? The fifth one. How many are there? Eleven. There are eleven, including the remake. Eight. I'm gonna go with the fifth one. Fifth one is called A New Beginning, which would make the fourth one the final chapter. Okay, that makes sense. Damn it. <laughs> New Beginning came out a year later. Oh, you're close. They had yeah, to if you watch, they, I, I know, <laughs> they made so it a year weird. later. They're like, oh shit, this is actually making money. It's doing what we we wanted it to do. That's weird. Let's do another one. Uh, I don't know. It's bizarre. And the fifth one is honestly one of the worst movies I've ever sat through. Not kidding. That one and Jason Takes Manhattan, Manhattan are the series low points. Uh, I guess really, if I, I guess if I got to be accessible with it for recommendation, the one that's on Netflix is the remake Friday the Thirteenth. And here's my hot take: ready for this one? Might be the best one in the series, the remake, better than the original. Really, 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 really fun slasher movie. I think it's really fun, really, really fast paced, and the characters are actually distinct enough in their conversations to warrant me actually enjoying watching them. Where a lot of them are just boring in most of the series. But yeah, first Nightmare on Elm Street's better than all of them. So watch that if you can. Um, my recommendation, I'm gonna say it one last time because it's over. Devs is fantastic. Oh, it's over. Uh, it, it, yeah, oh. uh, eight episodes, one season. Um, and it just wanted to let you know uh, it ends on a good note, so it was worth it. Like a happy um, note my, or a, a a good show. Hey, don't tell me if it's uh, happy. Don't tell anything. me if it's happy. Um, but it ends on the a hell note. kind of question was that, Brian? Are you out of it, your mind? Well, I wasn't it sure ends- what he meant by good note. A satisfi- I could grab a your collar through the screen right now, buddy. A satisfying note. Okay. Um, and then my other recommendation is an album called Sawayama by Rina Sawayama. Because um, you're tight. She is a, uh, I think, uh, she's, oh, I don't want to mess it up. Um, I think she is Japanese, but lived in Britain for most of her life. Um, and she's like an ex- uh, experimental pop Um she kind of sounds like Britney Spears, but she does a lot of uh, 
weird, odd, interesting things throughout the songs. It's fantastic. Um, Sawayama. Go listen to it. It's great. All right. That's that's the recommendations. Um, we'll see you next week. We'll be watching uh, Your Name. Uh, you can rent it digitally in a lot of places. You know what? You know, Zach, Zach you're going to like it. It's a good movie. Uh, I know. I'm excited. I'll, I'm excited. It's got it's got the same. It's as good as Alien. It's I've as good as Alien. As good as Alien. <laughs> it, I've been promised a classic. Just a, a perennial classic. So I'm just going to soft pitch this one. Uh, do you guys want to watch Holmes and Watson one day? The Will Ferrell. Uh, John C. Riley classic. I've, I've been, been more and more existential these days and like how I spend my time. I just, I don't want to. Well, I really don't want to. We'll wanna. get there. There are so many good movies. There are too many good movies I haven't seen that I really want to see for me to justify right. watching that movie. You're right. Too many good movies I want to see. One of my friends. Is it better than Rango? Rango? Mm, that wasn't on, that's we not need, on my we short need list. To decide. We, we need to know, Zach. So uh, I'd rather watch your name than Rango. There's my there's my concession. Well, it's a good movie, so that makes sense. Uh, that's it for this week, folks. Uh, have a good one. Uh, sleep properly. Uh, don't get to 8 p.m. in a day and realize you haven't eaten at all or moved. Um, be nice to others. Watch your name. That, that's next week's thing. See ya. <laughs>